What's up, everybody, and aloha. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of E Hawaiian. I am your host, Kalei 2K, and this is my podcast. No one else is here but just me. And this is where I just kind of share my thoughts, opinions, being a local guy, being a guy from Hawaii, living out here in the U.S. mainland, the mainland of, of the United States of America. So this is what my podcast is all about. I share my thoughts, my experiences, Talk about some random news stuff and then jump into my my deep bucket, my thought bucket over here. Um, like I said in my last episode, I kind of want to just make sure I'm doing um, some sort of format to my podcast. So the beginning part, we're going to start off with Mana'o Moment. Following that, we're going to do uh, It's News to Me. And then my last subject will be my thought bucket, okay? So let's start things off with this, okay? <clears throat> Let's get going with my Nao moment. First of all, thank you to Spotify. I'm out on Spotify right now. I haven't gone to any other platforms quite yet. Hopefully, I'll get that going pretty soon. Um, if you are returning to this podcast, this is episode number four. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, listening, tuning in on my YouTube and also on Spotify. If you want to leave a comment um, and you're watching it on YouTube, go ahead and comment below. If you want to comment and you're listening to it, Spotify, look up on my Instagram account, Kalei underscore 2K, find episode four and write your comment down there, okay? So, because I ask questions, I like to interact with, you know, viewers or whatever, uh, share that with people. So, um, here we go. Let's get to it. So, let's start off with the Mana'o moment. Um, one crazy thing that happened, and let me ask you guys this. Have any of you had to vomit out the window while driving? Um, (laughs) kind of a random question to start off with, but that is exactly what happened to me. Um, for some reason, I, I started getting a queasy stomach feeling. Um, now I had already gone through the whole COVID thing. I had COVID. Um, I did my quarantine, went through all my, you know, trying to get my health back up. Got cleaned, good, I'm good to go. So this was kind of a random stomach flu thing that happened. Um, I did a performance at this restaurant, played some music there. As I'm driving home, I'm like, okay. my I, I thought I was just like just being sick for a little bit. Like I was tired maybe, just overworked. So I was like, okay, you know what, I'll just sleep. Uh, not while I'm driving, but I said, okay, I'll sleep a little bit before I go. I took a little quick nap, got up, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. But I still felt kind of queasy so i'm like okay let's just get home let's just get home don't worry about nothing else let's just get home i'm driving home and it hits me i try to go to the quickest next exit don't make it windows rolled down all coming out the side window all coming out the side window. i did it like four or five times and i'm just like oh my gosh this is horrible not only is it going out the window it's going on the side of my car it's going on my shirt my arm everything's catching it right now and i'm just like this is horrible horrible so i come home i tell my wife i'm like babe i don't know what's going on with me but i do not feel good right now um she's like what happened i said i just started feeling queasy i tried to make it to the next exit i tried to pull over didn't happen I just stuck my head out the window and just vomited out the window. So 
So, but I was able to clean my car eventually. There's still some stuff here and there. I got to, you know, scrape it off, really. Um, it was bad. It was bad, people. <laughs> it was just horrible. Um, but I'm okay now. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot healthier. Drank a ton of orange juice. Uh, that's my thing. Whenever I get a stomach flu, I feel kind of, you know, low or whatever. Um, if I'm getting the chills, I do Simon with a bunch of hot sauce, chili pepper water if I can't, um, sriracha, Tabasco, any of those things that open, wasabi, hot mustard, anything that'll burn the insides to keep me warm. I'll, and I'll put like three jackets on, three sweats on, a couple socks, sweat it out. Next day, I'll be good to go. Uh, when it comes to the stomach flu, I, and during that whole time, I try to chug as much orange juice as I can. I know there's emergency. I know there's a lot of, there's Alka-Seltzer, there's soda, crackers, all those other stuff. I try to do home remedies as much as possible, but I enjoy the orange juice because I'm building up my immunity. At least that's what I think. Um, I got to use the toilet a lot, which gets all that bad stuff out as quick as possible. And it tastes good. Orange juice tastes really, really good, so... Uh, but yeah, have you guys ever had that situation where you had to vomit out the window? Send your comments to my locations, my uh, YouTube down below, or on my Instagram. Find me at Kalei underscore 2K. All right. <laughs> so just wanted to start off like that. Give you guys a quick jump on the jump on what's going on today. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about too was um, the new movie by Disney, Encanto. My kids have been watching it for... Pretty much every freaking day so far. And it's a wonderful movie. Um, I, I like its message. I like the fact that everybody is a superhero except this one girl. Which is pretty funny because you would think that every person that's in this household would get this type of magnificent uh, superhuman ability, gift, or whatever you want to call it. And I'm glad they call it a gift. And the reason why I'm glad they call it a gift is because a lot of other things, they, a lot of other movies growing up, they're like, oh, I'm cursed. I'm cursed with bad luck or I'm cursed with um, this disability. Uh, you know what? We just started watching Fantastic Four and there everybody has a, has a attractive gift, I guess you could say, where they don't have to really, um, they don't look disshapened or whatever, except for the thing, you know? So it kind of just gives that. Oh, but what if your ability gave you, you know, made you ugly and according to appearances? But anyways, this this back to Encanto. I like the storyline. I like the fact that they all have gifts. I like the. I'm not into a lot of the songs. It has to grow on me, because once I heard Coco, that was it. Any other musical hasn't come close since Coco and Elsa, and 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 uh, <laughs> what is it called? The hell is it called? Frozen, Frozen, and Frozen Two. Nothing has come close since then. I, I love those movies, but Encanto was really good. Um, and it was funny because a lot of people have been looking at this Luisa character. Okay, and on TikTok, I think it's TikTok or Instagram, watching one of these reels, there's a there's a girl who who puts up a picture saying, Dad is Maui from Moana and mom is Luisa, and it shows her and she's like a perfect blend of both of them. She's got curly hair like Maui. She's got um, light skin like uh, Luisa, and she's strong. So I was like, that's funny. And so the reason why I'm bringing this up too is because a lot of people have been, that I've heard, have looked at Luisa like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they, they would put this like transgender person in this, in this movie. What is Disney trying to do? And I'm like, first of all, you don't know that, okay? You don't know that for a fact. Second of all, Here's what I have to say to that. 
Have you not seen Olympic weightlifters in the female women's category? They are strong. Some of them are built like Louisa. Hell, have you not walked into Hawaii? Have you not seen the Polynesian women walking around Hawaii? Have you not seen a Samoan mom, a Tongan mother, or, or a Hawaiian mother? They're built like that. That's just what they do. And they carry assholes on their back every single day. That's just what they do. Okay, that's a normal, typical Polynesian woman. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but if you've never seen a Polynesian woman, that's what they look like, okay? They look strong, they are strong, and, and they have a beauty to them that attract guys all the time. It's just, that's just life. But no, in, in, in all the sense, I kept thinking like, okay, have you not seen, you know, weightlifters? Do you guys not remember China from WWF, WWE? Do you guys remember China? She was a bodybuilder slash wrestler. But full female. There's a Mrs. Olympia. Full female. There's U.S. Olympic weightlifters, powerlifters. They look like that. There's bodybuilders that look like that. There's probably, I've never seen a world's strongest women's competition, but I believe that that's out there too. That's just them. Have you not seen girls wrestling, females wrestling? Some of them are built like that. Not every single one is built like that, but some of them are built like that. That's just life. So don't put out transgender this or man dressed in a dressed in a female's clothing. Don't put that stuff out there. This is normal. This is normal life. You're just mad because you're not on there. <laughs> no, but yes. <laughs> yes, that, that, that is typical. That's normal. Um, and so I had to address it because it was getting on my nerves. I heard people saying this and that or whatever, you know, just whispers here and there. Let it go. That song is amazing. That song talks about strength, but strength, physical strength she has, but emotional strength she doesn't know how to cope with. And that's such a diverse, that's like, that's like Superman having those type of emotional, um, what is it called? Emotional anxieties that he's got to deal with. That's basically what it is. That's like Hulk having, a, having um, emotional stress. You know, like actually feeling down and low about himself because he's not, you know, things aren't going the way he, he thought they would go. You know, and that's exactly what's going, that was basically in a nutshell, that's what Louisa was facing and explaining in the song, you know. But um, <laughs> overall, the movie is great. My kids love the song. Nobody talking to Bruno. Mm. And speaking of, in a lot of that movie, right, even before they showed Bruno, there was, in, somebody found this out, but in the background of certain songs, I can't remember where it's at, you can see Bruno walking through the background of the movie, even dancing to a few of the songs in the background. And I thought that was crazy, you know, because he was going through the walls and whatever. So if you watch the movie again, this is just me trying to get Disney Plus to get more streaming. Um, <laughs> look in the background and see if you can find him. Okay. He's there. He's there. He's aware of what's going on. He kind of knows everything, but he's there for the most part. So, yeah. So I wanted to address that first off, get that out of the way. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, my wife, well, my kids and I, besides watching Encanto, we also watched the Karate Kid, not the old one. Um, of course I'm wearing a Cobra Kai t-shirt. We're into Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, never say die. Um, <clears throat> we're, we're into that show. We love it. And um, anyway, so my daughter wants to watch Karate Kid, the, the newest one with uh, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. 
she's into martial arts. She's into karate. So karate kid, right? So as we're watching, I love how Jackie Chan portrays that. Like Jackie Chan portrays Kung, Kung Fu is in everything they do. It's how we pick up the jacket. It's how we put on the jacket. It's how we treat others. So I, I was like, wow, that's amazing. That is such a beautiful, touching thing. The fact that you could literally take any profession and turn it into a fighting style. You could take anything you do in life, like from simple as making tea. Like they always said, like a lot of movies have said that I've watched, your penmanship shows how good of a swordsman you can be. If you can control the pen and you can control your, the way you write, you can also control the sword. So all these little details, all these little things that you do in life can be used as a martial arts. Even capoeira is a great example. You know, they, they had to hide the fact that they were doing martial arts, so they hid it in a dance. But now the dance has become a lethal weapon, a lethal martial arts that's so, at times, unpredictable. And the feats that you can perform, I've seen big dudes as big as me do capoeira moves. I've seen dudes that, like, you wouldn't think were flexible, were super flexible. So, little little things here and there can become a martial arts, right? <clears throat> So anyway, we're watching this. We're getting intrigued. My daughter loves it. She's watching the, the climax of the movie, the, the whole snake at the end, kicking the guy in the head, everything. She's loving it. My wife and I decide to go off and be like, babe, what would you do if you had a custodian at your job or or a plumber let's, or a plumber or whoever, like just some basic Joe of the mill was an actual ex-champion mixed martial artist or ex-champion boxer or, you know like this guy was a world-class fighter so like for jackie chan he was a custodian but he could kick ass as a, at the same time you know he knew how to how to protect himself he knew how to fight and he probably was one of the best in the neighborhood growing up so i was like okay what would you do babe and she's like oh man i would be i'd be amazed i'd be shocked you know i probably want to talk to that person i said no yeah, yeah no problem me too i would do the same thing like imagine if Conor McGregor, okay, goes, he has to, you know, eventually like when he's 50, goes back into plumbing, okay, because he was a plumber at one time in his life and became this mixed martial arts, you know, legend now. This guy made a lot of money, one of the best fighters in the world at the time, um, currently still. <laughs> but anyways, what if he went back into plumbing and he was just fixing your house? You know, what would you do? And for me, I'd be like, man, I would talk to him. I'd be like, yo, you're Conor McGregor. You're, you're Mr. Proper 12. You know what I mean? Like you you are the double champ. How are you? I wouldn't ask him any questions about why he stopped fighting. All this, you, know, what it, you know, I wouldn't ask any of those fighting questions. I'd be like, wow, it's an honor to meet you, sir. Thank you for, you know, you know, thank you for entertaining us all those years and, you know, whatever. And would I want to train with him? Maybe. And maybe my kid. I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, take my kid. Would you mind training my kid? <coughs> So we're like, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, they could train our daughters. He could, he could teach them how to fight to protect themselves. And I said, what if, what if Conor McGregor or BJ Penn from Hawaii? We run into him and he starts, you know, he's, you know, he's a champion. He's the prodigy, MMA, mixed martial arts legend. Um, what if he like starts training our girls? Like, oh, that'd be great. So, but what if, what if they go through all that training, that hard work, that that whole lesson of Kung Fu is in everything we do. Go to the tournament and my kids still get their ass beat. 
Still get knocked unconscious. Still got to take him out of the out of the tournament. What if that was to happen? And basically, he was just not a good teacher. He was a great fighter, but could not teach to save his life. I started roll laughing, yo. I just could not handle myself. I was like, yo, that would be so funny because you would put all this. Oh, this is gonna be amazing. My kid's gonna knock out everybody they see, and then I was like, oh, don't, 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 don't. your kid just gets destroyed on the mat. <laughs> And the whole time, all he wanted you to do was his chores. <laughs> He's like teaching you, wax on, wax off, wax on. Is this going to help me? Yeah, 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 it'll help you. Keep going, kid. Just keep waxing, keep waxing. <laughs> and the whole time, he didn't even know how to teach you. He just wanted you to do his chores. He just wanted you to help him with his job. Could you imagine that? Imagine how crappy that would be. Oh, my God. I would laugh so hard. I'm like, oh, well, tough luck. I guess we just put too much pressure on this guy. But no, yeah, if that was to happen, oh my gosh, I would roll laugh, I would die, I would think that it would be the, the funniest thing to, to see, and the fact that he's like, oh, he's no Mr. Miyagi, let me tell you that, but the fact that he's like, oh, I just needed somebody to help me do my chores, to do to do my job while I sit back and watch, oh yeah, 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 wax on, wax off, yeah, 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 whatever you want to do, yeah, get under there, yeah, 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 you're good, oh my goodness, my wife and I started roll laughing, we started just having a good time, because it could be possible, you know what I mean? Like, it could happen. Like, if Jaden Smith, what if he didn't win? Like, if he just got knocked unconscious second round in. Oh, my gosh. You'd be like, okay, well, that's a wrap. <laughs> Jackie Chan like, oh, I guess I really don't know what I'm talking about. <coughs> oh, excuse me. But, yeah. So, that's that's kind of the thoughts that we, we had, and I think it would be hilarious. But be, to be able to fight like that, crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next on our agenda. So that's out of the way. Hallelujah. Um, let's see. Next on the list of things to do is it's news to me. Okay. So here in this section, it's news to me. It's a, it's a news articles that I find online, stuff that I find intriguing that I want to talk about. I want to share. Maybe it's uplifting for those of you who are listening, those of you who are watching. Because uh, I know a lot of celeb- a lot of podcasts, they talk about celebrity news, they talk about the drama going on in Hollywood, what's up with the Kardashian, Kanye's going crazy, or, you know, Taylor Swift's got a new boyfriend, whatever it may be. For me, it's like, okay, every other podcast is going to do that. I'm going to talk about something that's random, something that's odd, something that's weird. Like I said, something that intrigues me, something that makes me want to share stuff with other people. So for the most part, that's what I'm going to do, Okay. So here we go. It's news to me. This lady, okay, um, the title is, We started calling our daughter by a boy's name since people think she is one. Okay? So this is on mirror.co.uk news. So this woman by the name of Sierra, she said, I was so sick and tired of people making the error that she was so sick and tired of people making the error that her daughter was a boy that she came up with a nickname for her baby for when they're out and about. The baby's name, take, uh, the baby's real name is Sway no- Nomi. I don't know how to pronounce that. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Sway Nomi. But because she doesn't like to wear bows or headbands, strangers often refer to her as a boy. So the mother, who has a TikTok account and a social media account, uh, came up with the nickname Earl. Earl just stuck. Earl's my girl. <laughs> but um, so when people would go outside. A lot of people would be like, oh, she's so, he's so cute. I mean, sorry. 
he's adorable, he's handsome. So they got tired of it and they just said, This, yep, that's my Earl. That's my baby Earl. Um, <laughs> let's see. And then from this post that this person put up, the mother put up, um, a lot of comments came back and some people were in support of what they said. They said, uh, her full name to me will always, one comment said her full name to me will always be Sway Earl Sweet, Sway Earl Swirl. Ah, gotcha. Another wrote, yep, that's our Earl. It's short for girl. Good job. I like that one. Um, and then another person who commented and said, as a baby, I had no hair for so long and so many people would tell my parents, he's so cute. And so after a while, they just said, thanks. His name is Alex. <laughs> That's not the person's name. That's hilarious. Okay, so I've got some bullets on this, okay? I understand. First of all, this is your child. I'm not telling you you should do this. I'm just going to give you suggestions. If you don't want to continue with this Earl is my girl uh, situation. Because my wife and I have gone through that. Our second child took forever for her to grow her hair. She looked like a bald baby pretty much her whole life until now. Like her hair starting to grow out. She had a little bit of hair when she was born, but not a lot. Very, very little. Um, so a lot of people thought she was a boy. So my wife and I are like, what the hell do we do? How do we, you know, she didn't like, she's like this, uh, this Earl baby. Doesn't like bowls in her hair. Doesn't like headbands. Doesn't like wearing those bonnets or whatever. Um, to this day, okay, she doesn't like wearing a lot of those stuff. So what we decided to do was put her in uh, girl colors, more pink, more stuff with with roses and flowers on them. Um, other ideas was like put uh, Disney characters, so we put Frozen characters on her, girl characters, mostly female characters on her, uh, Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck, Little Mermaid, um, Elsa, Anna. Who else we got on there? Um, yeah, so stuff like that. So characters like that that initiate, okay, she's a female. Pink t-shirts, um, flower t-shirts, you know, and so, so and yellow, yellow pants with roses on them. Something, anything to, to, to signify, because there's so many different outfits out there. Um, Oshkosh, <laughs> Oshkosh, Bagosh, whatever it's called. Um what is it? The, the baby. A lot of baby stores have all these different outfits. You don't have to put a ribbon in their hair. You don't have to um, put a bow in, in this child's hair. You don't have to put earrings on the child, which we didn't put any earrings on our girls. We just put them in clothes that look more feminine. We gave her a pink string for her binky. A pink binky, if we could. A green binky for most of it, but a pink string on her binky. Her, her blanket is pink. Anything to signify that this is our baby girl. This is not a boy. So here's the suggestion. I suggest you do that. You know, if you don't want to do, if you don't want to do, that's fine. That's up to you. You've already nicknamed your baby. But others who are in that situation, like, oh, what the hell do I do? How do I fix this? Simple. Put them in more girl clothing. Because at, at that age, at such a young, young age, boys look like girls and girls look like boys. So I guarantee if you put your son in girl clothing, people will think that this this baby is a is a girl it's it's obvious that this is what's going to happen so if i you know so for your own daughter put them in in that type of outfit you don't have to make it just pink or roses put mickey put Minnie mouse and daisy duck uh clarabelle little mermaid elsa jasmine bell moana pocahontas whatever you guys want to do just put a female character on there roses flowers unicorns rainbows butterflies 
um what else little birds all that stuff it, it it'll it'll help it'll definitely definitely help pink socks it, like babies don't wear shoes a lot or if they do wear shoes put pink shoes on yellow shoes on put put pumps on them something let them know that they're that that's a that's a way that people can know that your daughter is a daughter and not a son okay that's my suggestion and the reason why i also suggest this is because it's happened to me vice versa remember i was saying put you know girl clothes on the boy okay well that's that's you know what i for me i used to have long hair growing up as a kid in the island of oahu i had hair that would go straight down to my shoulders i was a boy i would run around do whatever you know do boy things but one day we're going to the elevator and this person is just guessing it looks at me and i'm a, I'm a little kid and looks at my dad and goes oh cute your daughter that was it, okay? My dad ended up shaving my head bald. My hair grows curly now. It doesn't grow straight anymore. And that's what happened. So it happens to boys too. It's not just girls. Like we wanted to, I, I would have loved to have long, long hair now. But I understand that back in <laughs> when that happened, my dad had to make a choice. You're not going to confuse my son for a girl. He's going to be a boy. And we're going to have to shave his head if that's how it's going to be. Which happened, and it's, it's okay. I'm not mad about it. I love my curls now. You know, I am married, so it worked. It eventually worked out. Uh, my kids seem to have straight, long hair like I used to have. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But, yes, take that point and that suggestion. Maybe my dad should have put me in more baggy or boyish clothes. I don't know. Maybe he should have put sunglasses on me or something or, or like a tattoo on my neck or something. It would have let him know that, hey, this is my boy right here. But no, yes, it's happened to me, vice versa. Okay, so just letting you guys know, if you guys have any suggestions, comment below, uh, message me on my uh, Instagram account under episode four, and let me know what you guys think. Oh, gosh. Yeah, take a look at that. So that's what, <laughs> that's my little personal insight on that. Because um, not only does it happen to girls, it also happens to boys. Okay. Next article that I thought was pretty amazing was there's a, it says message in a bottle across, oh, message in a bottle crosses Atlantic Ocean from Maryland to Ireland. That's crazy. So I know a lot of us growing up in the 90s, late, you know, early 2000s, we, you know, growing up as a kid, there was always the throw the message in the bottle into the water, right? That was kind of the thing. Um, sailors did it. Um, let's see what else Jumanji when they threw the the Jumanji board into the ocean into the river or whatever stuff like that happens right but I never thought it actually would actually actually would take place in real life so um, here's the, the story goes that there's a person named Rita Simmons and Sierran Moran of Ireland were walking on the beach they found this bottle it had a two dollar u.s currency in it and contained uh, and revealed that it had been launched from ocean city maryland in 2019 so about three years ago um, at the time the author was 11 year old girl named sasha which included a phone number and asked this is cute because the 11 year old asked if you guys find my bottle uh please try and get in contact with me so I don't know what happens as far as that. They did say they were planning to call the person and let them know, hey, we found your bottle on your $2. And um, they also said that another person also found a bottle out there as well. Um, this guy's name was Richard Lord. On a different occasion, he found a, he was cleaning up trash. 
and he found um, a bottle um, containing a $1 bill and a message saying that it had been launched January 2020 from a location somewhere around Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. Pretty dang cool. And um, honestly, <laughs> that's kind of a slow message, but still pretty cool regardless. I don't know why Ireland has two bottles show up on their property, um, but in my, I, I picked that because growing up as a kid, that was always, that was like some sort of uh, movie, unrealistic fantasy type of event that you would throw this bottle out and, um, you know, you would pop the cork and you would find it. How many of people have actually done that? Now I know at least two have actually done that and it's been recorded. But growing up as a kid, messages in a bottle were so cool. You know, we... We would do that for fun. We wouldn't throw it in the ocean, of course, because at that time it was preserve the ocean. I can only imagine what it must have been like. Oh, just people just launching bottles into the ocean, expecting wildlife animals. That was the one thing we didn't expect. We didn't think about wildlife animals coming up to the surface and chomping on these bottles. We didn't think about that as kids. We just thought, oh yeah, we should just toss this bottle into the ocean. That's it. We didn't expect a whale or a shark or a turtle or some other indigenous creature to the ocean was going to come up and just devour this thing and probably kill itself. We didn't think about that. We thought about the fun and the coolness of tossing this thing into the deep blue sea and see what happens. But I'm grateful and I'm, I, I think it's pretty cool that somebody actually found these these messages and they're able to hopefully get in contact with that Sasha girl. So if it was t three years ago, so 11, three, so about 14 now, maybe 15 Awesome. Um, we're going to go with another another uh, message right here. Okay, so this one I thought was really, really cool, really smart as well. British Bachelor uses billboards to search for a wife. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there's a gentleman, 29 years old, by the name of Muhammad Malik. Um, he lives in Bring, Bringham, England, and on his... Uh, he has a bunch of billboards all over the place that says, quote, save me from an arranged marriage. <laughs> and then on the billboard, it tells you, visit my website, findmalikawife.com. <laughs> he said that he's trying to find an ideal mate uh, who would be a woman in her 20s who shares his Muslim faith. Um, he says he's open to any ethnicity, but I've got to have a Punjab, but I have a loud Punjabi family. So you need to keep with the bats, he said. The bachelor said that despite the slogan on his billboard, he isn't against arranged marriages. He says, I think arranged marriages have a place and tradition in many Islamic cultures. In fact, there are many studies that show that arranged marriages have many advantages. I just want to try and find someone on my own first. Well, congrats, bro. I think you did a great thing. And now, If you do get to see this thing, okay, this dude's laid out like this. Like he's like leaning, laying down on his side with it that says, save me from an arranged marriage. I found it to be so hilarious, so funny. And the fact that he doesn't just have one, he has multiple of them. Could you imagine that? Like that would, could you imagine if that was how, instead of Tinder, instead of all these like hookup apps, and you had to have a billboard all over the place, that would be ridiculous to find, like that would be hilarious too. Because you know it would cost a lot of money to put one of those up. <clears throat> and of course, only the rich and wealthy would buy it and be like, I'm lonely or whatever. If you have money to put that up, you're not lonely, okay? You can buy, you can buy companionship. Um, 
So I thought about it. I was like, dude, this guy's got a lot of a lot of uh, he's got a great funny bone. So I think he, I think, I hope he finds somebody that he's really looking for. He said he did the Tinder stuff and he just wanted to branch out and find a wife his own way. And if she thinks that's funny, that's even better for him. I think that if he finds somebody who can go along with the comedy that he has, the comedic side to him, and keep up with his his religious family. Even better, better all to him, because I I would I only know a few handful of people that I can think of that would actually reach out and do something that drastic, that would be so hilarious, so funny. But uh, big ups to that guy. I just wanted to let you guys know about that, because I think that I think that hey, if if women are out there who you know if they match the description he's looking for, this dude's hilarious. Give him a shot. Let him know, you know, let him do what he wants to do. He's gonna he's gonna show you a good time, guaranteed. If he's that funny and able to just branch out that way, then let him go. Um here's another thing. Thieving coconut grabs coconut coconut grabs. Thieving coconut crabs snips through golfers club on Christmas Island. I thought it was pretty cool because I've never seen a coconut crab before in my life, but I was able to see this thing. This thing is gigantic, it's fat. The claws are gigantic, but they literally just jumps onto this guy's club, ends up snipping his club off, and he tries to like shake it off or whatever. It won't let go. He ends up, the claw ends up just pinching the club. The crab ends up pinching the club, breaking it off, and then running away. I just like, like when I saw it, I was like, oh, this can't be that big. And that thing was huge. It was like as big as my bucket, huge. Like this thing was gigantic. So. I was just like, ah, maybe I should talk about it a little bit. I would never, I've gone crab hunting, but I only caught the manini ones. You know, we just dig a hole in the sand, drop the bucket in there, let the crabs run and jump into the bucket. So much easier. I remember going crabbing with some friends and they're like, oh, how do you catch these things? How do you chase them down? Like, oh, easy. Let's dig a hole, throw the bucket in here. Um, You kind of want to put a flag so that people know not to, you know, walk there because there's a hole in the ground but when we used to camp out on the beach dig a hole drop the bucket wake up in the morning and there'd be literally be a bucket full of crabs in there sand crabs so yeah so anyways here we go speaking of buckets i've got my thought bucket right here uh let's get to it okay so here we go so this thought bucket is basically just random thoughts i have throughout the day the week whatever i write it on a piece of paper and i toss it into this bucket I draw one out like so, and then I talk about it. So here we go. So this is going to be my last segment of my podcast. And then I will wrap it up. So here we go. Let's unravel this bad boy. What does it say? Come on, come on, come on. Jeez, that's what happens when you have fat fingers. You have a hard time opening stuff up. Okay. Oh. Who you got? Okay. So this is one you got to choose. Bread pudding or Thanksgiving pie? Or whatever, whatever, the Thanksgiving pie, whatever, basically whatever. It could be pumpkin pie, uh, sweet potato pie, whichever. Would I, which would I choose? Bread pudding or sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? I would have to choose. Dang, this is hard. I would have to choose... Bread pudding. I would have to choose bread pudding, but it has to be made good. It has to have like a solid, 
a brown sugar cinnamon cover cover over it. Cannot have raisins in it. If you put raisin in it, you are trash. No, I'm just kidding. The pie, the the, the whole bread pudding is ruined. I cannot deal with raisins. I don't like it. But that cinnamon brown sugar coating on top that's crunchy and then pulling that thing out we used to have this lady in our church that used to make them those deep dish pans she used to make the whole pan like that and oh my god it was so delicious but yes i would choose bread pudding over pumpkin pie grab a slab of ice cream throw that on there perfect okay but anyways hope you guys enjoyed the podcast thank you so much for tuning in once again go to my um my youtube comments or my instagram comments Put it down there. Share what you guys like. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Take care. God bless and aloha.